What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Dose of OJ. You thought we died, but we didn't. Oh, we're back. I mean, we kind of technically did. Um, just in a, a multimedia way, not in a you know physical way. We're, well, we see, died. I was, I was never dead though. You took a you took a pretty crazy hiatus from Twitter. So like, I actually yeah. thought you were dead. I thought you were legitimately deceased. Uh, and then I realized that you weren't when I texted you. But um, yeah, no, we're we're back. Well, I'll, I'll so explain back. the Twitter hiatus because to be fair, I don't think I ever really did other than when I I got my current job and came back right it was it was to the point man we were we were doing oj i was trying to do charlotte sports stuff you know on the side by myself freelancing you know we we had left our sports network at the time and it was just it felt like we were chugging along you know i was working a 40 hour a week job and then coming home and spending most of my time on on content and you know when you're not really getting anything out of that especially after the amount of time i know we didn't do oj for super long you know there was plenty of time before that, before we ever met, that we were both doing sports content, right? And after a certain amount of time of doing that with little reward, you know, money's not really what it's about. But when you got a family, a job, and you know, you spend most of your free time on one thing, it, it could just be, it, it could become a lot. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, but it, it's funny how life works, man. And I, I hope, you know, whichever, whichever five of you were listening to this for the first episode back since December. Um, just, just know, man, keep your head up. Like it, the very moment I told myself, man, I think I'm just going to stop this. I'm going to get off Twitter. Like I'm done. You know, two weeks after I did that was when I decided to apply for my job now. And I'm writing for all Clemson with a great team covering a school. I grew up only 25, 30 minutes from. So it's it's crazy how things can can flip on a dime for real, but I'm glad we're back, man. This was one of my favorite projects. I I love OJ. Don't love Josh as much as I love OJ. Um, but I'm just I'm, happy, I'm, I'm just happy that I got you to chug that OJ on on live. I wish you could have seen me chug the OJ on live because <laughs> if I remember correctly, Ryan told me very vividly. Even though I don't chug because I don't, I'm not a drinker. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to college, so I never really got that. Uh, uh, I'm a big alcoholic now, like a lot of people I know have have happened to. No offense to anybody, you know, drink it's fine, it's legal, do your thing. Uh, um, but it just never really became my forte, but Ryan was fairly impressed yeah, with my yeah. OJ chugging ability. <laughs> well, and you know what though? Like it's so, it was so acidic. I think that's what was impressive. Like orange juice See, in general is just really acidic. Well, on top of the pulp, right? Doesn't, wouldn't that make it more acidic or would it make it less? Uh, I don't know. I know it would, I, I, it would make it harder to chug because it's not smooth. That's a good point. Yep. I didn't have any drippage from water. I might have to have to go back I'm already, and watch honestly, that live. I'm kind of sick and tired already of patting you on the back. Like we're only a couple minutes in and like, I'm kind of over complimenting. Okay. You. Okay. Then talk about what you've been doing since <laughs> December then Josh. Uh, man, I've been, uh, I've been, been chugging out content for, uh, for on tap sports net. I've been, um, been covering the Rockford ice Hogs, the uh, minor league affiliate of the Blackhawks and, uh, sticking with the white Sox because the, the arrow is pointed up for, for Chicago baseball on the South side here. And, uh, I've just been, been doing that, been going to doctors still and, uh, you know, playing guitar and posting YouTube videos and being way more active on Instagram. Watched, I don't think I've watched any of your YouTube videos yet. I might have to. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're mainly like vision related. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like just, as a help thing for maybe other uh, people that are 
maybe help, but like, I also think it's like, I think it's super important to throw your perspective out there because, you know, there's a lot of, um, I'll keep this short, but there's, there's a lot of like quote unquote blind YouTubers. And I put that in quotes Mm -hmm. because like being a YouTuber is, I feel like that's, you know, that was a trend like five years ago. Yeah. That's a very Um, broad term. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they're like when people think blind YouTubers, they think of, you know, like people like Molly Burke or Kayla with a C or the blind light or whatever. But the thing is, is everybody's perspective is different because blind is a spectrum. So, you know, it's, it, it's not consistent. Yeah. Like it, it being like being quote unquote blind can mean a million different things. So um, I just thought it was, you know, it might be good to throw some videos out there. I only post once a week, but you know, again, just the, the perspective out there. So I've been, been doing that recently and, um, yeah, just, uh, just, just being judged, living yeah. life, man. Living I life. do. I do. I saw you, uh, I think it was Ryan that was helping you, uh, on this, which is Ryan does AM nation pod, by the way, go check him out on Twitter. One of our, one of our most loyal followers and just a great all around dude. Definitely check out his content for sure. Um, but y'all were doing a Q and a about yeah. maybe questions people had about blind people. And I, I watched a little bit into it and I didn't see this question. So I'm going to ask you now because I, I feel like it's an assumption most people would make about someone who was blind. Mm-hmm. Um, can, do you read Braille? Uh, I mastered it in fourth grade. Really? Yeah. I don't know how, like, I, I, I say that just as a fact, like, I don't know, I don't know how impressive that is. Um, because I mean, sure... you, weren't, you weren't blind at the time, though, no. right? No, no. But based on like my IEP and stuff like that, they, they wanted me to learn Braille. So I was, you know, I had a, a, a I had a vision teacher come in and, uh, and like teach me skills and stuff like that and, uh, teach me Braille. So, yeah, I, I again, I don't know how impressive that is because, I know that I'm sure that there's some people that mastered it in like second grade because that, that, you know, they absolutely needed it. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, okay. Now what, like, okay. For example, the only actual example I can think of seeing Braille in person, like with my own eyes Mm -hmm. is like when I was at school, maybe in a office building type thing, you know, you got the plaques with the door numbers and then they got the Braille under it. How often do you use that? And cause I'm legitimately curious. I don't think I've ever talked about this with you. Yeah, before. no. So, uh, you know, if you're, if you're by yourself, you're obviously going to need it. Um, but a lot of times, I mean, there's, there's different ways to do it, right. It, it, you know, mm-hmm. with, if you walk in, let's say I have a meeting at, at a building with, you know, that's really, really difficult to navigate and I've never been there before. Yeah. I'll probably just, I'll probably just be like, Hey, you know, I have a, I have a meeting here. Like, you mind showing me the way and you know, nobody's going to be like, no, um, yeah, but you know, there, there's that. And if there is, if there is nobody, you know, if like you're in a school, I mean, you're, you're probably going to have to probably going to have to use it. That's a good point. Um, man, that props to you, Josh. Um, I will, we'll kind of switch gears a little bit just because I, yeah. I kind of yeah. want to talk about this before we get into bop or flop, right? I was me and Josh, when, when we decided we were going to start back doing this, we were on the phone for almost an hour the other day. I, I think legitimately other than maybe with, you know, like April when we first started together or, or my mom sometimes. I don't think I have longer phone conversations with anyone but Josh Barlock. I, that's I don't because, know what it is. That's because we don't talk for months at a time. And then we, and then we pick back up. And maybe, maybe that's a little bit my fault. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that, though, because uh, yeah, I like I love to talk. Obviously, I, this is basically what I, you know, I used to do for a living and I do now mm-hmm. as a hobby. But um 
you know, I, I think when you have like Ryan said it, I texted him the other day and I was like, Hey, we're going to bring back OJ. Um, would you listen? And he was like, hell yeah, I'll absolutely listen. And he said, you guys like just have a really good vibe when you, when you do the show, which was appreciated. And he also said, by the way, that he needs to be interviewed on this. He needs to be a guest on here because we promised him before we, we did, before we took this hiatus. And even before you chugged that OJ that he was going to be a guest and we have yet to do that. So uh, oh, I honestly forgot about that. So Ryan, that's happening soon. Uh, probably next episode, actually. Maybe we'll have Ryan on next week. Yeah, a little for you guys to look forward to. We'll go ahead and plan that right now. Um, <laughs> off the while, we're on the topic, while we're on the topic of texting people, I texted our boy Alex Valadez and he didn't hit me back. So, <sighs> man, Alex, if you listen to this, man, I miss you, Alex. You're, you're, miss those guys i do sometimes I, I i couldn't wait to bring it up because if he does listen to this he's just gonna laugh about it and then text me probably some sort of insult which i'm looking forward to as far as i know from what he told me he had notifications on for our pod so who knows maybe we'll just get a random oj notification one day um <laughs> about us coming back to be fair though from from what i remember about alex he was he was pretty busy all yeah, the time can... my man my man's doing big things out there in california so Props to Alex, but you know something cool that has developed over these past. It's really only been a week, man. Honestly, like I'm not, I'm not gonna go too into detail because I, I don't want to put family specifics out. Um, but long story short, something bad happened that led to something good happening. Um, my stepdad ended up pulling. Let's, let's be, I, he's my dad. I'm, I'm, I'll put that on there. I'll put that on the internet. Love you, Kevin. Hope you're listening. <laughs> um. But with these, he pulled out uh, sports cards, man, that his dad used to own a sports card shop from, you know, late 80s, early 90s, and, you know, into what they do now. Um, and, and these cards, man, have been sitting since then in boxes, some of them sleeves, some of them not. But, dude, I, Josh, I, I was so happy to tell you about this when we were on the, the phone the other day because I don't know. I mean, I don't talk to too many people around where I live. Anyway, most of my friends live four hours from here. <laughs> um, but it, I knew you would appreciate some of the baseball stuff that we found because as, as most collectors I found from that era, like 80s, 90s, when it had a big boom, baseball was the biggest one, um, right? So, you know, they, they were into it. But when, once they ended up uh, stopping the sports card shop, I think they just they just been sitting. My my grandpa ended up who passed about a year ago, man, RIP, RIP to Jerry, but uh, he gave all of them to my stepdad because he knew that he wouldn't get rid of them, wouldn't damage them, you know, knew, and he knew what they were worth. Um, so I, I think it's been nice for him to see that. I also appreciate the value. Like, I know we might put some clips up here. I'll show to the camera just cause it's right beside me. I guess that's a Jeter rookie card right there from 92. Hold on. If you hear me moving away, it's cause I am, um let's see i can't even find it but there's like five of the same ken griffey jr ones like it's it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that i've sat here and looked at and just been like wow yeah and even like even the ones that aren't really worth anything like i remember going through cards um uh, maybe a couple years ago Mm -hmm. i found a chuck knoblock card that i had and i don't know if you know who that is but he had a, a pretty unique batting stance and I found his card and I was like, Oh my God, Chuck novel. Like I was just amazed. Like I would have never thought of him unless I, unless I found the card. Last name, by the way, Noble. Knoblock. 
Oh, I thought you said his last name was Noble. I was like, wow, that's a great last name. <laughs> Noblock is better than Noble, I think. Whatever. Um, do you you want to know about probably the one that I found? That's that's really not even worth a ton, just because there's so many different variations. But the story behind it is is probably my favorite that I found so far. And I know I can pull this one up because it's just it's also sitting right here beside me. So for anyone watching a clip, you know, watching this on YouTube, if, if it gets posted right, this is Bill Ripkin, Billy Ripkin. Um, I think if correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, the cousin of Cal and. Cal Jr., right? I believe so, yeah. I believe that's... Um, yeah. So this 1989 Billy Ripken Fleer car, right? The original printed version of it on the bottom of his bat, like he's holding it over his shoulder. You can see the, you know, the circle of the, you know, top of the bat, right? And on the top of the bat, it says, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how the Fleer took the picture of him for this card. So once somebody submitted that it had gotten caught, then they put a card out that had white scribble, a white block, black scribble, and like a black box. And the one I have just has the black box. It doesn't, but there's ones out there, uh, the original that just say fuck face. That's awesome. Um, and I, I actually looked up the story behind it and, and Billy Ripken said, that with how many proofreaders all these card companies have, he's almost convinced that they did it just as a marketing technique because there's oh, yeah. no possible way they wouldn't have caught that, right? Because in the original picture of the card, it is blatant. <laughs> it is very noticeable what it says. So that this is probably the one that I found that just kind of made me made me laugh a lot when I saw it. I stumbled across it. So yeah, man, it's it's been a cool thing. I've I've been needing a hobby. I never ended up picking. I'm still trying to pick up guitar. I haven't yet. Like I said, all those months ago, um, if you're watching the video, there's actually four of them sitting behind me. They're you have four too. of them. And you're, Oh, come on, Kevin, if you're listening, tell this dude, to pick <laughs> one of them up. I mean, my God, they're all, they're, they're all his. I mean, there's literally, a, there's a Gibson SG behind me. Like oh. it's, he's, he's got good stuff. I just, they need to be in tuned um they need to be cleaned up a little bit but yeah it's it's really just been me being lazy so it I went on a long tangent about sports cars <laughs> but man it's it's been cool just to have something I, a hobby you know sit down when I'm not working sit you know some past the time look through and enjoy so man, yeah you, that's been really do you cool feel like do you and I, I feel like you know people who are listening are are probably gonna have a thought about this but do you feel like the past year or two uh, or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just since, since like social media has really taken, taken control of everybody's lives. You think mm-hmm. it's hard to find a hobby now? That's a, that's actually a really good question. Cause I, I don't think I've thought of it like that before. And now that you phrase it like that, I think, I think I'd have to lean yes. Um, because you know, the times that used to be taken up for people, you know, by hobbies such as collecting guitar, other instruments, whatever the case is, gardening, people, people are weird. People got all kinds of hobbies, but I think a lot of that empty time void has been filled by the internet and social media. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's a personal pacifier almost with your phone, right? When you're bored, when you're tired, when you're pissed, like you can just look at your phone, look at Twitter, whatever, and, and go about your business. Well, I think that, you know, I, I, there's people who still have hobbies, right? Like working out is not only a, a lifestyle choice, but it's, it's a hobby as well. But if you think, yeah. I mean, 
everybody that I know that works out posts their workouts on, on social media. So like, they're not just in the gym with headphones in working out and leaving. They're in the gym working out and they'll finish a set and they got a little pump going. So they'll throw, they'll throw a pic on their Instagram story or mm-hmm. they'll, they'll set their phone up of, and, and post a video of their other sets. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Like I used to do that when I worked out too. I'm just saying the point of the, the, the point I was bringing up is like social media has, has really just, it's been, it's addicting for literally everyone. And yeah, and it, it'll, it'll define some people, you know, especially people that make a living off of that type of yeah, stuff yeah. Um, or people that are attempting, like aren't to that content creator status, but are putting out enough content, you know, whether it's getting the views or not mm-hmm. um, to be at the level of some of those people. And it's, it's draining, you know, people on the internet are, are a-holes at the end of the day. People you don't know were deep down in a Twitter thread saying that your mock draft, your whatever it is is stupid. You look yeah. bad because you've been working out for the first time in three months. Like people are going to be assholes and it that, you know, random people's mindsets now has framed people's, I guess, perspective of themselves way at, at a much larger scale than I think it's ever been. Um, really, except for the past 15 years or so, maybe not even that. Yeah. I, you know, I think one thing that I really try to do and it it's, it's a little time consuming, but I, over the past couple of days, I've been really trying to do it is I'll go on Instagram and I'll just leave like, you know, not random. Like I I'll, I'll do it to posts that I really feel inclined to, I'll leave like positive comments. Like just, just cause like I might not mm. even know the person, but I'll do it. Yeah. And dude, you would be surprised at how, like how much better it makes their interactions with my stuff that I post. Like Mm -hmm. then they feel obligated to leave something positive on mine. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of a vicious, it's a, it's a a circle. It's a snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and dude, I feel like if you're on social, like I know people that are on social all day, like literally they wake up and they go to bed and every second in between that, is spent on social media, even at their job. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you took 10 minutes out of that entire day and went through posts and left positive stuff, like meaningful stuff, not just like you're BSing people, Mm -hmm. dude, I'm telling you, social media would be so much different. Social media is awesome. It's awesome when you can connect with people and people are positive, but it completely ruins it when someone, when the bad apple shows up. And unfortunately, there are far too many. I don't even want to say there are more bad apples than good, but the bad apples are far more noticeable than the good. Like you you can have 10 positive comments, but the one person that doesn't say something good, that's the one you're going to think about the most, you know? Yeah. Well, I posted, um, so I'm, I'm trying to upgrade my AirPods. So I, I, I'm selling them. Like I cleaned them and everything and and all nine. Well, the only, the only thing wrong with it is the right AirPod microphone doesn't work. Like it just stopped mm-hmm. working for some. So I posted them and I posted them for like 75 bucks. Like the whole thing, you get the block, the charger, the whole thing. That's and, and I posted it and this dude, <laughs> this dude posted in this Facebook group on my, on my uh, posting, on my listing. He goes, this thing, these, these aren't worth any, any more than a bag of potato chips. And I was like, should I let this, this go? This is probably the same dude that probably paid two fifty for them when they came out. I'm just putting that out there. I was like, should I let this go? And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna let it go, but I'm also not gonna like treat this guy's life because I, I, you know, I don't really want to get into a comment war with this guy. So all I mm-hmm. said was, listen, man, if you don't like the post, keep scrolling. 
and nobody asked you to evaluate the product. Like no one asked you to do this and radio silence. Got a couple of reactions to my comment. He got a couple of reactions from, I'm sure it's his friends typing them up a little bit, but like, it's just my point, dude. It's like, really? Like I've, I've really come to realize that the people who leave those comments and I'm this, it sounds cliche, but the people who leaves, leave those, those type of comments, they're really, it says so much more about them than it does you. Oh yeah. I mean, cause cause you can see, you can seriously tell, you know, if you're taking time out of your day, like it's one thing to be scrolling through social, but for you to feel so sort of some type of way (laughs) to go out of your way, to go under somebody you don't know to criticize them and critique them as if you did know them. Like you're right. It it does say a lot more about that person. I'll give you another example. Right. So, you know, with covering Clemson now, a lot of our stuff is Trevor Lawrence oriented. So the past couple of times, we've put out stuff about Trevor Lawrence. There was this dude that he, he didn't put any text. He just, every time one of us posts on Twitter, he will just respond to our article with something he wrote, I, I guess on his website. Right. And it was, you, do you remember? And, you know, sports fans, I'm sure, you know, the SI cover article that Lawrence did, you know, the quote that was taken out of context about how he could stop football today and be fine. Yeah. So this dude took that, just that one quote, not, things Trevor Lawrence has said in the past, not what he did after to clarify it, not even his body of work as a football player and said that he was going to be the biggest bust of the draft or something along those lines. I don't want to take his stuff out of context now, that's for sure. But it was something along those lines, really using that one quote, you know, against how good he's going to be in the NFL. And I get it, man. You're, you're trying to get views, but at some level, come on, you, you don't have anything better to do. Well, the, the authenticity and the, and the, the being genuine is, is where really the views come into play. Like people see right through, you know, you, you just being a clickbait person or, or whatever. So like, as long as you're genuine and authentic, it might take longer because, you know, you're not going viral all the time, but mm-hmm. the audience that you're generating is going to be, you know, they're going to be legit. Like people are going to, they're going to be your, your real ride or dies, but yeah, man. I, like one thing that I try to do because I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't left the negative comment. It might've been years ago. I don't do that anymore. I haven't done that in a long time, but if I see something and, and I think you can attest to this too, is like in the sports world, if if you're on Twitter, there's a lot of takes out there. There's a lot oh, yeah. of hot takes, a lot of, a lot of Twitter GMs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I, what I try to do is if I don't agree with something, but I, I, I think you know, if I don't agree blatantly with something, I just keep going. Like, there's no point. But, mm-hmm. if, you know, if, if I realize like, okay, like I kind of see where they're coming from, like maybe this, this or this, I, I'll respond and I'll be like, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I get where you're coming from. I just think this, this and this. And then it starts a dialogue and nine times out of 10, we're just talking back and forth. Yeah. Like, we're just, this, we're just but exchange. see, that's, that's what social media was designed for. And like, you know, I, honestly, I think we kind of dabbled into this kind of talk a little bit on the last episode we did before, you know, this this massive hiatus. But, um, you know, social media in its concept is a fantastic idea. You know, we're, we're able to connect with people all across the world on, on a level that has literally never been seen before. Yep. Um, and but, you know, the I think we were just really naive about the negative effects uh as compared to the positive ones you know because 
because no nobody is going to use it for its intended purpose all the time. It's going to be construed. People are different. It, it's just it, pe- people are different. People's brains work different, and uh, it has just become something that unfortunately is not going away ever. Uh, but you, you just got to learn to live with it. At the end of the day, you, you don't don't be rude. Don't be mean. If you disagree with somebody, tell them, but also tell them why. You know, don't be. Uh, yeah, don't be, yeah. Like this is stupid. Okay, well, what can I do with that? <laughs> just, don't don't, don't be. Don't be a. I'm gonna start. Oh my god, I'm gonna start saying this. Don't be a Billy Ripken bad about it. You know, Ooh. that's that's. <laughs> that's gonna. <laughs> oh man, that's what I'm gonna start saying. Um, and that'll be an inside joke for the show. You have to listen to this episode to understand. So, um, let's uh, let's go into Bopper Flop, Josh. Let's do it. So, uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna preface it. Here's the song. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I what the fuck cow. is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I go move. This is my favorite part. Hold on. Ready? Right here. <laughs> I, I gotta say though, the, the harmonizing there at the oh. end was so smooth. I was like, that was that was pretty impressive. Um I gotta I gotta ask, where did you find this okay. song? I'm so glad you asked that because <laughs> okay, so I have Apple Music and sometimes, you know. You can say like, hey, I don't want to say it because she'll go off, but like, hey, so-and-so play country music or play pop music, whatever. And and this time I said, you know, play, just play music. And it was like, here's a custom playlist for you. And like, I, this was really deep into this playlist. Like I'm talking, it might've been an hour later and this came up and it's, it, so it's Doja Cat. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Unfortunately, I have, but I'm not, I'm not too much of a fan. So, so this, so the the song starts with a moo, like a cow moo, like and a legitimate recorded cow yeah, moo. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and you're like, what? What is this? <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm just gonna let it play because I can't wait. To, I'm gonna send this to so many people, and <laughs> and it started playing, and I was like, I was like, I like like the vocals, I like the beat. This is awesome. But just the overall song is complete garbage. And the unfortunate thing is this is, it's a really popular song. <laughs> now, now, okay, the custom playlist aspect of this brings up an entirely different question of what were you listening to? Dude, it was, it was just regular, <laughs> like it was, it was some pop music, some alternative, like it was, it was based on everything that I've listened to before. So I really don't know how this came up. I think just the fact that Doja Cat is is popular. That, that <laughs> Dude, probably had know. a lot to do with it. Uh, I don't that's know, a flop, but... by the way. Um, <laughs> it's 100% good... a flop. Oh my god, that was, whew, that was, um, that was interesting. If she can make a say. song, if she can make a song that's like legit with those same harmonies, I'll listen. I'll I'll probably consider it a bop, but. Okay, but at, at the same time, I, I will give her credit because at the end of the day, I, I always go back to Super Bowl <laughs> performances. And let me, I have to do a full circle here. So just give me a second, right? You know, people, I remember a very specific Lady Gaga Super Bowl performance. She did like an egg or so, something crazy. And everybody was like, what was that? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was really weird. But I watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I had my attention. 
right? And as much as that was strange and there was a cow move that I didn't even get to hear at the beginning, it did grab your attention, which at the end of the day is leaving her with longer listening spans on her song than probably most other artists. I, I just, you know what I actually, I kind of do like about it is that it's, it's a, it's literally a song about being a, a cow and go know, and moo. Yeah. It just, you know, but I love the fact that it's explicit. <laughs> I mean, could we also get a little, uh, let's look from for some rhetorical devices here. You know, if, if Doja Cat's a bitch on my cow, I go moo like that also could be interpreted as just be yourself. Like I'm Owen, you know, I, I don't make a sound, (laughs) (laughs) but then I'd, I'd make just be me, I I guess is I'm really reaching here. Like Doja Cat. I don't think you need to defend her. I just, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate is all. Here's, here's the thing. I don't know if she wrote this or if, uh, if somebody wrote it for her or whatever the case is, but like just the fact that you can be like, I want to make a song about being a cow and you can make like people like the song. And if you listen to the whole thing, you can make a case for it being catchy. And that's yes. talented. Like that itself is talent. It, it, it's great. It it's a definite flop, but it's still, I mean, it's making I'm jealous catchy that music is yeah is is not easy um let's let's move into trends because this wasn't going to be my original trend but I, we have to talk about it because this is just really uh an out of place seeming this is the third trend on twitter right now by the way uh lightning mcqueen crocs oh my god um from the at Crocs Twitter account update: Disney and Pixar Lightning McQueen adult clogs oh, adult are okay. sold Good. out. Good adult ones. This is awesome. We're moving backwards in time. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You, I mean, listen. I I know that it was our generation that grew up with those Cars movies, but what adult in their <laughs> yeah. right mind? I mean, look, I know Crocs are cheap, man. Like, I get it. Why are you buying them? Are you actually going to wear them? Are, are you putting on some Lightning McQueen Crocs and putting them in sport mode to go ka-chow down through the grocery store? <laughs> I mean, that's... I don't I don't like giving people hell for shoes because everybody comes from different backgrounds. Like, I remember in middle school, man, I actually told my mom this the other day just because it was... It, it really made me laugh seeing some old pictures of myself and how cool i thought i looked and how idiotic i actually looked and how important i thought it was to have nike socks like my mom was telling me there was literally one time in the middle of academy that i had almost a complete meltdown because i couldn't get a pair of nike elite socks you know what though like i i feel like because like those trends were so big in school that like if you weren't a part of that like you you would get made fun of and you know looking back at it now you're I think maybe not about that in particular um for some places I'm sure that's the case but you're you're right at some level but you know looking back at it now I'm like when I see people like I'm not I don't look at your socks you just got socks on yeah you know and to be honest with you dude like I I think the the shoes too yeah I don't care about your shoes dude like it doesn't matter but I think the the one cool thing 
um, and I don't know, I don't know what high schoolers wear nowadays, but I know that like, you know, I'm, I'm a 27 year old guy and everything that I wear is, you know, it's, it's patterned or it's plain or it's striped or whatever. There's no, there's no logo on it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's no, like, I know exactly where you got that from. Dude, I, I, I remember I was at a bar like four or five years ago <clears throat> and my entire outfit was from Target. Like it was, it was a, a salmon colored t-shirt with a pocket. I had Target jeans on and a pair of Target shoes. Yes. A pair of Target shoes. And I got so many compliments on this damn outfit. And you know how much that shit costed me? $35. That probably really made you realize like, damn, no one cares anymore where you buy your stuff. Unless you're super rich, no one cares. Now, let, yeah, me, it, let me tie this back into the Lightning McQueen Crocs. <laughs> I forgot that's even where this started. Because, because Crocs and like, look, I, I'm going to say I hate Crocs. I think they're stupid just because I dude, won't wear me them. me too. Just because I don't wear them. Like if, if my friend comes up wearing Crocs, I'm going to flame them. But like, realistically, I really, I don't care. Like, I, yeah, heard, that's exactly heard, how it is. Like Crocs, <laughs> Crocs are the only brand of shoes because they've gotten so popular over the past few years for whatever damn reason. Who, does, Tom who decided that was going to be a trend uh, first and foremost? But, you know, I might, there's plenty of friends. Like I'll, I'll give you an example. My cousin, um, Joseph, Joe, if you're listening, I love you, bro. Um, he's got a pair of, of white Crocs. And every time I see him, like I, I'll give him hell for it. But he's like, man, they're just, they're comfortable as hell. I don't care. I'm going to wear them. <laughs> I can respect that because at the end of the day, I'm giving you, but I don't care. You know, I know now that I'm, and I'm only 21, Josh, you're, you're 27. So, you know, but it's just, it's different nowadays. I I don't, I don't give a crap anymore. I don't really care about brands anymore. And the only logo tight t-shirts I wear now are sports teams. If there's something on my shirt, it's a sports team. That's, that's really it. Same with hats. I mean, jeans, I, I got, the same pair of American Eagle jeans that I've been wearing since two Christmases ago. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, as I'm saying, like, no one cares. Like the 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 whole the whole like brand stuff. Like, you know, it's different. If you like, I like going to X store because I like the way their clothes fit. That's different because yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're doing it for a reason. But like, I don't think that there's anybody again aside from the people who are really really upper class mm-hmm. that buy stuff just for the sake of like the social recognition. Well, I'd say there's definitely, I mean, the rich are definitely part of it, but there's definitely people that aren't rich that do that too, to oh, give sure. the facade that they are. You know what right? though, and, you know what I've noticed is, and and I'm, I'm a really frugal person, hence shopping at Target for clothes. But, you know, when you're in a, a business setting, um, it's sometimes it's tough to, to get clothes that are good looking as far as dress clothes go and that are somewhat cheap well let me tell you as well as comfortable as well as comfortable but <laughs> let me tell you i bought a 135 dollar suit from jc penny when they were like when they were really just almost down the shitter going out mm-hmm. of business i bought a 135 dollar suit and i bought one more dress shirt like just to go along with it. So I think I spent yeah. like 175 bucks or 160 bucks or something like that. Dude, that's a deal for a suit and two shirts. And, and dude, and, and the same thing happened my shoes. I don't buy expensive dress shoes because I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not somebody who's like, I'm going to spend this money because I think 
it's worth it. Like I'm like, get just give me like a sixty five dollar pair of dress Dude, shoes. I, and I'm done. I got I got twenty five. I got a twenty five dollar pair of Rockport loafers I got from Belk. Yeah, dude, and, and that I've worn literally since my high school graduation. But here's the here's the crazy thing: is no one had, I wore it a lot, and no one had ever said, you know, that that suit looks cheap or those shoes look cheap. Everybody's like, oh, you look really good, and it's like, I know, like it's crazy because I spent a tenth of what Joe down the hall spent, and. We're going to go to the, the same, same place for the, the same, same reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But it, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it just ties into like, you can you can look good without spending a lot of money. Yeah, and I, just just to kind of finish off this topic, because this, this is really what made me realize this. You know, the only, when I was in high school, middle school, I think everybody was like, I, I want to have these type of clothes. Like you wanted to have Nike just because it was Nike, but it's not really that way anymore. And the, the thing that really came last was shoes because I've always had, you know, at least a surface level appreciation for some of them, especially Jordans, you know, some of the nicer Nikes. And when I was at at my last job, I'd say about a year and a half ago now, um, I went on a Jordan buying spree. I bought like four of them, four pair within a couple weeks span. And I was like, oh man, this is great. Like I'm super excited. And I never wore them. There was only one, I had, this the only pair that I ended up keeping. I actually just sold the other three pairs like a couple of weeks ago because I never wore them. Um, and it really made me realize, like, even when I wear these out, like, they're just shoes. Like, I, yeah. I got the shoes that I wear the most, the same pair of Adidas NMDs that I've had for three years that I've been told I should throw them away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're just my most comfortable shoes. And even though I have those at the house, I only have one pair now. Um, Cause I got rid of the rest. It just, it really made me realize, man, like they're expensive and they look good, but nobody gives a damn. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think about all I got for trends. And I, the other thing that really made me say that is because it's gone away now, but one of the other trends on Twitter before we started talking about this was somebody paid $1.8 million for a pair of uh, Kanye worn Yeezys at the Grammys. <laughs> and it's like, Come on. I, I mean, I, I guess that's a collector's item. I'm sure it's got a certificate of authenticity and a cool story, but is it really? You, <laughs> I can think of so many better things to spend that money on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I'm, wow. We got here. We, we got here because of Lightning McQueen Croc. I was about to say that. Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay. The, the one segment, unless you have a trivia question, Josh, because it was no, the only thing. I didn't queue up. Uh, we can bring back trivia for those of you listening. Um, if you want to keep doing trivia and you listen to the show before, let us know. Cause that's one thing that completely just spaced my mind, but man, that, that was a good first dose of OJ back. Josh, I gotta say, you know, what's wild is you didn't even let me hit my trend. I didn't. Did we, were, was that all off yeah. of just the lightning McQueen Crocs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh i'll I'll make it i'll make it quick though since so so we can wrap this up um i don't know if you saw this was it was a couple days ago um (laughs) the the fight for the ultimate josh did you see this um i i okay i didn't look into it i only saw you tweet about it once and i was like what what is this and why was he excluded (laughs) so uh i guess this started i didn't look like crazy deep into it but I, i just think it's hilarious um it all started because this random guy was messaging a bunch of Josh's on Facebook. And it was just like, if you're in the, it, he created this big giant group 
of Josh. <laughs> just what Josh is. And and he sent out a message and it was like, if you're in this group, you know exactly why you're here. Like be at these coordinates at this date and time. And we'll, what? Fight, out to, we'll fight out to, to see who the ultimate Josh is. And they fought with pool noodles. Wait, that they this actually happened. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Really. Like they met up at the coordinates and yeah, why good. pool noodles? <laughs> well, and how, I mean, and, and how did anyone come out victorious? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah, my real question. I think it's one of those like larping things where it's like if you get hit in the leg, like you you're you gotta like oh you're okay. That's you gotta, like, would you, would you ever? Way. Would you would you ever larp? By the way, no, I don't, I don't think <laughs> I could ever do that. It's not my vibe, bro. I'm I'll pass. <laughs> Even even if it was some kind of like sports alert, man. Imagine going to some. Imagine I've never even heard of that before. Oh my god! Imagine if sports fans did that. Sports LARP. like what if a it comic was a con for sport. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining a sports equivalent of Comic Con with millions of people coming dressed up as their favorite athletes, and I can just think of how many memes would come out of it. That that would be hilarious. Do you remember that guy who dressed up in a Warriors uniform and looked like Clay Thompson? Dude, <laughs> do, do you remember? I, okay, someone's going to have to fact check me on this because this was a while back when that happened, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'm pretty sure when that happened, um, the dude ran with it so much. Like he ended up getting to the stadium for free once yeah, because somebody yeah. thought he was Clay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he was outside taking pictures, <laughs> like crossing people <laughs> over. <laughs> And that dude looked exactly oh, just God, a bigger version of Clay. Yeah, just Clay if he didn't make the NBA and had to drop out of college. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Good. I'm sorry. First off, Josh, I'm sorry I didn't let you finish your trip. Okay. I'm not mad about it. I'm just disappointed. Well, as it stands, thank you for listening to Dose of OJ. Um, first episode back since December. Off the top, for the most part, guys, if you have any topic ideas, anything you want to hear us talk about, message us on Twitter, do whatever you got to do. If you listen, you probably know who we are anyway, so just let us know. Um, We always appreciate feedback. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, wherever you listen. And other than that, guys, I think this was a very, very successful first episode back from Dosa Voce. Josh, do you have anything else? Nope. Okay, say bye.